0: i felt in the same way that i felt this immediate disconnection from the spirit because i was interrupted i felt this immediate disconnection from my husband because of my reaction because of that closed door it was an immediate disconnection are you sitting in a marriage that feels empty struggling to connect with your husband maybe you're telling yourself you're just sticking it out for the kids and what really keeps you in the marriage is god if this is you i've been there my story is your story i want to help you reconnect in marriage and feel cherished again Hey, I'm Beatrice, a Jesus-loving wife and mom. I've been married for 15 years, but for the past 10, I've actually had the affectionate and connected marriage I've always dreamed of. What happened the first five years? Well, I was busy telling my husband all the things he was doing wrong, like how he needed Jesus and he needed to make me happy. We tried marriage counseling, small groups, all the things we were told that would make our marriage better nothing worked and we separated. How did I turn it around? Well, that's what you'll learn in this podcast. Proven skills to communicate better, create more intimacy, and be a grace-fueled wife. So if you're ready to finally communicate effectively with your husband so you can stop fighting and be on the same team again, this podcast is for you. Now grab that journal and let's jump right in. Hello and welcome back to the Grace Fields Wife Podcast. I'm your host, Beatrice Vargas, and today we're going to talk about a girl's guide to reacting with grace. Now, a quick caveat here. You all know I try to teach how to respond versus react, but sometimes there's just not enough time in our human brains to stop and think and respond. So what I'm going to teach you today is how to react with grace. Let's jump right in. Alright so this morning I was in my devotional time. I happen to actually be in the middle of journaling. I like to hold these CEO meetings with God because I have a Christ-centered business and that means that God is my CEO and so I take time during my devotional time where I I just have these business meetings with God like I keep my journal open and I just I talk to him and I ask him about direction for the business and things of that nature and that has actually freed me up a lot because I used to feel guilty about asking about my business during my devotional time because I felt like, oh, I should be, you know, praying for world peace or something. And a mentor of mine explained to me so beautifully that this is my calling and it's perfectly fine to sit and have God talk to me about my business because this is my purpose in life. So anyway, I say all that so you understand the importance of of this meeting, and I happened to be sitting quietly in the little corner of my closet, aka my office. Lights were off, I had the light from the window filtering in, I was just quietly journaling. My husband walks in, and he turns on the light, and he's like, what are you sitting here in the dark for? And I was so annoyed because he broke my concentration. You know, like I felt like I had this connection going with the spirit, and like it just was jarred, like broken. I was so annoyed and I just looked at him and I was like, because I'm trying to have my quiet alone time. And that was it. And he said, he didn't say anything. He just finished grabbing what he needed to grab because he was again coming into the other um, side of the closet we have like a walk-in closet so he grabbed what he was looking for shut off the light and closed the door so I realized that when he closed the door that was his way of saying fine then I'll leave you alone you know sometimes couples communicate non-verbally usually without even realizing it I don't even think he consciously was like well I'm gonna shut the door on her in the closet because I had the door open I think it was more of a unconscious fine then I'm gonna leave you alone whatever it is and so I was so upset and I was literally mid-sentence when he walked and tried to get back to the sentence that I was writing and I couldn't I just I, I couldn't get it back I I was in this beautiful place of connection I was having such a hard time getting it back and I was like man okay so I closed my journal and I just sat there and I took a deep breath, and in silence, I said, Oh, I said to God, I said, God, help me. Help me get back to this place where I was so connected with you. And immediately, I heard the Spirit tell me, Grace. And so I started to pray for grace like I always do. Okay, God, please fill me with grace. And then I heard, Wear grace as your armor. Mmm. as like hmm I' unpack that so as I started to sit with that and think about that I realized that when we wear grace as our armor like what does that even mean right because armor is hard and impenetrable and grace is soft and open and inviting but it allows me to give kindness to others in the moment and not just after the fact right it's not just, After I've thought about it and after I've had the time to sit back and think about a curious and thoughtful response. In that moment, I was just reacting to my husband because I was annoyed that my quiet time was broken. And so my reaction wasn't even bad, right? It was just simply to say, I'm here in my quiet time. But my spirit was grieved for my reaction towards him because his reaction and response was to close the door and leave me alone. And again, it wasn't bad, but I felt in the same way that I felt this immediate disconnection from the spirit because I was interrupted I felt this immediate disconnection from my husband because of my reaction, because of that closed door. It was an immediate disconnection. And well, there was nothing inherently wrong about either one thing, it was the idea of how do I keep this continuous flow of open connection between myself and the spirit, myself and my husband. And that answer from the spirit to me was to wear grace as my armor now I understand that that may be a little bit confusing or a little bit like you know trying to wrap your brain around that so I thought about this grace is to your heart as armor is to your body so then the same way that armor the hard properties that armor has that protects your body from being hurt, that protects your organs and your skin and your flesh from being wounded, the armor protects you from being totally vulnerable. Well, oftentimes we want to wear armor around our heart because we don't want our hearts to be broken. We don't want our hearts to be vulnerable. And we don't even think about that because we think, oh, yes, I, I, I want to be vulnerable or I want an intimate marriage and I, I want to be connected. But at the same time, subconsciously, we're completely guarding our hearts. Now, this is the word does tell us to guard our hearts, but it doesn't necessarily say to harden our hearts or put an armor around our hearts. And that's why I felt God saying grace is the armor for your heart. And not just this, we're not talking about just for any old person out there in the world. I'm talking about with your husband. When we can wear grace as our armor, when we can allow grace to protect our heart versus the hardness of the armor, that we are showing our husband a kindness that we can only dream he would show us in return. So what do I want you all to do with that? How do you do that? How do you practice that on an everyday level? Do you wish there was a way to enjoy the happy and connected marriage you expected to have when you first said i do? A way to feel cherished and understood by your husband? A way to feel like he's more than just a roommate or a co-parent? Listen, I know what it feels like to look at him and think, I love him, he's a good man. I just kinda hate my marriage right now. Or to exploit all the marriage resources for Christian couples but feel forgotten because they make the assumption that your husband cares enough to participate or that he's even a Christian or to try asking every possible way but still feel like my husband refuses to listen to me or the worst to feel trapped in a loveless marriage. Imagine if you were able to effectively communicate with him without fighting or giving up and going silent or to finally be able to say he's your best friend. That's why I created the Grace Fuels Marriage Method where I teach you to stop fighting with your husband, communicate effectively, and stop feeling guilty for expressing your needs. You'll be able to communicate in a way that's loving but doesn't leave you feeling like a doormat. You'll walk away with an exact formula for effective communication as well as tools to implement what you learn. So if you're ready to feel excited to see your husband again and finally feel empowered in your marriage, head over to Grace gr 8com to grab the course and get weekly group implementation calls with me. That's GraceFueledMarriageMethod.gr8.com. So I came up with three things that you can do to practice that on an everyday level. So this is my framework for, I wouldn't even say for being a Grace Fueled wife because a, l- a little bit more involved, but this is one of the pieces of it. So my framework is three things. Number one, is to pray for grace now i know i've told you this many times but i'll say it again i pray when i pray for grace i pray for god to fill me with so much grace like so overwhelmingly and overwhelming amount of grace that everything else within me is washed out meaning if you have a cup that's filled with let's say it's filled with coffee cuz coffee is like dark right it's it's black a cup that's filled with coffee and you start to pour water in the cup you would have to put so much water in that cup for it to completely overfill wash out all, all the coffee and then be clear with water again and that's the visual that i have in my head when i am asking god to fill me with his grace it is literally such an Overwhelming, overfilling. This is where the the grace fueled wife comes from—an overabundance of grace that everything else is washed out. That's number one. Number two. Now I've added it to my prayer for him to help me wear grace as my armor. Now that's number one, right? We're going to pray for grace, and and when we pray for it, God will give it to us because that is in line with His will. And His Word says that we pray for something that is in line with His will, He will give it to us. Number two is stop and think. So this is where we apply the, is this a place where I could respond thoughtfully or curiously or say, mm, tell me more about that or ask a, another question or something of that nature? Stop and think versus reacting, because sometimes the reaction is not one of grace. So we're going to stop and think versus the the reacting. But the prayer the number one like if we're praying for grace then if we react then at least it's a reaction of grace and number three when you mess up as everyone will we always mess up from time to time everyone is going to mess up from time to time so to understand a you know that you're going to mess up so when we mess up i want you to think of this ash a s h ash so when we mess up we're gonna do Ash, so what's Ash? Ash, number one is ask for forgiveness, regardless of whether or not you think the thing that you did is wrong. So when my husband comes back today, he happened to walk into the closet to get his running sneakers because he was going to go out for a run. And immediately after I had to sit with the Lord. And then it was just so strong in my heart. I was like, nope, going to record the podcast. When he comes back today, the first thing I will do is ask for his forgiveness again I don't necessarily even think I did everything wrong but I can tell that he was a little bit wounded if not consciously certainly unconsciously by my reaction so I will ask for his forgiveness and I'll say you know babe I'm I'm sorry about that when you came into the closet I was really just in the zone and when you turned on the light it interrupted me and I'm just I'm sorry about that that's all doesn't really take much it doesn't have to be a whole thing it's just acknowledging that at least on a, a minor level I wounded him in some very small way and taking responsibility for that and owning up to that that's what keeps us close that's what helps him to understand I recognize when I do wrong and by always being open about my flaws and my faults and always being open to telling him I'm sorry you know what I recognize I was wrong in this area not only does it model that behavior for him but it helps him to understand that I am constantly learning and growing and trying to be better so that's the a and ash number one you're going to ask for forgiveness number two I'll show kindness in another way so in that moment I could have just shown kindness and I could have just said oh I happen to like it here in the dark or oh it's fine just shut off the light when you leave babe nothing much but my reaction was certainly one that was colored with some annoyance so instead I'll just I'll show kindness another way maybe I'll ask him do something I don't know but there's always ways to show your husband kindness throughout the day that's the way I feel in my heart that I can make some restitution The small wound that I caused this morning. And lastly, the H in Ash means having grace for yourself. It's not just your husband. It's for yourself. Even as I was sitting here recording, I had to actually stop and take a few minutes and pause for myself. Because I realized I was being really hard on myself when I first sat down to start writing the content for this episode. And in the midst of it is when I realize, wait a minute, you didn't actually do anything wrong. So stop being so hard on yourself. Have some grace for yourself. Give yourself some kindness. God's word says to love others as we love ourselves. So if here I am racking my brain about how I can love my husband better, I should also be thinking about how can I love myself better? How can I not be so mean and hard on myself because I don't know about you, but I think I'm my biggest critic. And I'm often so mean and so hard on myself. And you'll hear in this podcast all the time, because on so many levels, I'm so self-aware of my own mistakes. But what I realized at that moment is I don't take the equal amount of time to give myself grace. And I think that is the same for you. We need to take the equal amount of time to give ourselves grace. Grace. And this is the way we, we're not doormats and we're not beating ourselves down. But walking confidently in the identity that we have as daughters of the King Most High, you are royalty. You are a literal princess because you are a daughter of the king and we need to stop berating ourselves and being so hard on ourselves and instead giving ourselves the same grace that we so deeply want to be able to give our husbands we should also give that to ourselves walk confidently as the princesses the royalty that we are out into the world and that's how we do that i'm gonna let that sink in for a moment you are a royal daughter of the king. Think about that. Give yourself that grace, that kindness, the same way you want to give that to your husband. What does that mean for you to give yourself that same amount of grace that you so desperately want to give to your husband? I hope I left you with something deep today. I hope I left you with something spirit-filled today. It's certainly spirit-filled for me. And I'll just recap for you. My little framework is to A, pray for grace. I pray by filling my cup and I also pray by wearing grace as my armor. Number two, we're going to stop and think. So maybe we respond versus react, but if we react, at least we're going to react with grace. And number three is you are going to ash. That means ask for forgiveness, show kindness in another way, and have grace for yourself. Because remember, grace is to your heart as armor is to your body. I love you guys, and I'll see you Tuesday for another episode of The Grace Fields Wedding. Hey love, I hope you enjoyed that episode. If you found any value in it, any teaching, any transformation, I encourage you to share it with a friend. Click the link, go ahead and share it with a friend, text it to somebody, share it on Instagram, tag me at the Grace Fields Wife, any of those things, or maybe even write a review. All those things are really the best way that you can thank me. And it helps the show to get found by other amazing women just like you. I love you. And I'll see you on Tuesday for another episode of The Grace Fueled Wife.